one of my values is love and that's why i believe that we have to love not only our uh friends uh, parents and uh, boyfriends girlfriends but to love ourselves just i would give the advice to all the world just to love This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019 for two years i began working with unicef in ukraine to help build orphanages for ukrainian children and thank you all so much for the support more than 225 people participated in this project for ukraine from the vice president of the helen marlin group to the vice chancellor of the ugcc church to the president of the erasmus student network kiev to the president of the world trade center kiev to students from the flex program ukraine global scholars yale university harvard and the london school of economics to the united nations to interns at the ukrainian parliament and at the canadian parliament to top 1% students in ukraine but not only them This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kyiv Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain and Dubai and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, We will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life so let's begin My guest today is Victoria Kravchenko Victoria is the local committee president 2021-2022 for ISAC in Kharkiv with over 50 young people who are eager to make changes 
in Kharkiv and improve it every day. She volunteered in Turkey for six weeks teaching children English, the children whose parents couldn't pay for their education. And her purpose now in life is to develop leadership in youth. Victoria graduated in the subject of pedagogy and English from the Kharkiv National Pedagogical University, named after G.S. Skovoroda. Victoria loves stargazing, meditating, yoga, astrology, traveling, and reading. She loves translating Russian and Ukrainian songs into English, and she is fond of working in Excel and learning formulas. Her favorite quote is, peace and fulfillment of humankind's potential through challenging environments. Victoria, how are you today? Hi, um, I'm very great, great and super excited to participate in this podcast. So uh, thank you a lot uh, for this opportunity. And uh, I feel amazing. I'm honored, privileged, lucky to have you here. And I want to begin with the emotional side of Victoria. If you, Victoria, wanted to forget all troubles, to feel really alive and enjoy your favorite emotions, what's an activity you like to do to feel just like that? Okay, so it's a very interesting question for me. Uh, so I live not uh, in the city, I live in the countryside and uh, their forest is not far from my house. So I have this opportunity to grab my bike and uh, go to the forest and um, there are like fields, uh, lots of trees, uh, grass, flowers and so on. And uh, then I go to that place where I where I'm alone uh, and not only alone, I'm with my thoughts and with my feelings and only there I can uh, connect with myself and with my mind. So the place is there, not far from my house. Thank you, Victoria. That sounds very poetic. So you like to go in nature, sit with your thoughts and be with yourself. And in many ways, you as a girl who grew up outside the big city, how do you think that affected your personality to make you more of who you are compared to if Victoria and another universe grew up in the center of some big city? Uh, well, I think that uh, it affected me in that way that uh, I know how to stop because when we live in big uh, cities where the life is burning and uh, is always uh, full of uh, different uh, uh, situations, maybe problems and like full of emotions, uh, it's difficult to just uh, stop and concentrate, focus on what is important for you. But when you live uh, outside the city, uh, in a small, um, quiet town, uh, it's more easy for you to just maybe go outside your house and uh, look uh, up in the sky and uh, understand that, okay, now I'm alive and now I feel this or that 
and uh, just to understand yourself more. So I think it taught me just to stop the moment and seize that moment. Um, but I don't think that if I would, uh, if I had to work, if I was born uh, in um, the city, it would be uh, something totally different. No, uh, but it would be more difficult for me uh, to learn how to stop. I like that. And your message is very much needed. So growing up outside the big city without those stresses of life that are constantly distracting people reminds you to check with yourself to focus on what is important, to take a breath, and to be present in the moment. And as you said, to look up in the sky. Did I understand correctly? Yeah, you're totally right. Thank you. Well, since you're mentioning looking at the sky, and I saw in your interest, there is stargazing and astrology. Tell me about your beliefs in astrology. How did it begin? What do you think about it? And what are your metaphysical thoughts? Okay. Uh, actually, all my friends laugh uh, that I uh, I almost every day can say about astrology. And uh, I check uh, videos on YouTube that, for example, Venus is going to be in uh, another sign now. Um and uh, in Libra, for example, and it will affect us. <laughs> um, I cannot say that I 100% believe uh, in these uh, things, but uh, sometimes I need something to, <laughs> yeah, I, I need something to believe in, uh, except for myself, <laughs> actually. So um, how it started I cannot even remember, actually, but uh, from my childhood, uh, my parents always told me that, okay, you're a Leo, you were born in August, and uh, Leo is a great sign, and I always believed that. Uh, but uh, maybe one year ago, I started reading more about it, and uh, I found out um, about natal cards, uh, that we can understand uh, um, some uh, characteristics of the person, their interests, how he or she behaves uh, in family or at career. And uh, then I uh, decided to check my natal card and uh, I found out that it's very similar to uh, who I am and uh, to my <laughs> description, uh, kind of. <laughs> and uh, that's why um, from time to time, I just uh, check what expects us uh, next week and uh, when the full moon is, when I can dream or when it's better to um, just uh, stop and breathe out. Thank you. So if I heard you correctly, you don't fully believe in that, but sometimes you need to believe something in addition to believe in yourself. And when you checked your birth card, you found it's very similar to who you are. And in many ways, it helps you decide when to set goals, when to work hard, and when to relax and breathe, as well as reducing your stress. And it's fun and activity to learn it about people and yourself. Is this right? 
Yeah, it's uh, totally true. Uh, because uh, sometimes, for example, I don't have po- yeah, I don't have power to continue something, or I just uh, very tired. But then I can open my nettle card and understand that okay, I can succeed. I can succeed, and I can do something more. I can do something bigger, and then uh, the belief comes back. I like it. So it's a renewed belief. But then, do you believe? In destiny, do you believe that everything was already written and we don't have much choice? Or do you believe that each human has complete and total control and freedom to create their life? Um, again, very, very interesting question, and I like it. Um, I believe that uh, we can the choose we can to choose the destiny, but um, okay, so I believe that there are many ways of our destinies kind of uh thousands of destinies but the person chooses it every day by his actions uh and you know uh it's like um a train ways where we can uh, turn left or turn right or go further so a person chooses and uh yeah just uh, you make some actions you make uh, some choices and then it affects but you choose this destiny beautiful and how do you believe is the right way for people to choose their destiny or what they will do in the day is it the emotions and their heart that they feel it is emotionally good is it intuition is it actually no even if it feels bad but they have a big goal so they feel bad today in order to have a good goal tomorrow or it's what people who are uh, wiser and older or parents or society should tell them i don't know what your thoughts are what are your thoughts in the right way to choose which of the infinite destinies possible is the right one to pursue now um okay so um If to talk about uh, some work stuff, like when we uh, choose uh, what tasks to do tomorrow uh, to do today or what tasks to do tomorrow, I don't think that we should uh, rely on our intuition. Uh, but it's better to rely on logic, some uh, analysis. Uh, but uh, when we make like life decisions, uh, where to Uh, which university to enter or um, for example how to behave with our uh, friends or to go to the some to a meeting or not then it's better for me okay for me it's better to rely on the intuition and my heart if I feel that uh, I need this then I will do um, everything possible uh, to get this. But if it's a good thing to do, of course. Uh, so just we need to separate uh, some life decisions and uh, work stuff. Thank you. So work, it's about making logical decisions. Life, it's more about intuition and how you feel and your emotions, correct? Yeah, you're correct, but but sometimes it's important to have intuition uh, in business and at work um, because sometimes uh, you don't have 
uh, this data to rely on and to there is no uh, analytics, for example, and it's better to just uh, choose blindly. Thank you. I understand how important your intuition is. If I were to open the dictionary of Victoria, look at what intuition means, what does it mean for you? This is question one. And very importantly, what do you believe that lets you trust your intuition? Because there are many people who maybe trusted their intuition and then something bad happened and they think, no, intuition is just uh, rubbish or whatever. Or they think, no, only logic is what works. What is this intuition thing? It sounds childish, etc. So what is intuition and why do you trust it? And why should people trust their intuitions more? Um, thank you for uh, these two questions. So what is an intuition for me? It's uh, just an inner feeling. Uh, some people may say that uh, it's heart or just your soul. Uh, but uh, yeah, just inner feeling that you have like your, for example, wishes. Like, uh, okay, I feel that it's better to do this. It's just feelings, not uh, logic, not thinking. Um, and uh, why I rely on it? Mm, even if bad situations happen in our life, I believe that we need these bad, bad situations uh, because um, it's just lessons that teach us something, teach us that uh, um, we, for example, did something uh, wrong or uh, we need to, we had to get the lesson that um, we should communicate differently, for example. Uh, so even if bad situations happen, we need this. I love that. Are you an optimistic girl then? Do you see the beauty in little things which ties well with your love for going in nature? Or did you begin more negative, but then something happened? Maybe you watch a lot of uh, vloggers and YouTube videos, or you felt that negativity is too much pain and you decided to become more optimistic? Or tell me about this topic. Uh, okay. Uh, I always think that I'm an optimistic person and I can see beauty in everything, beauty in every uh, person. But then mm, there are moments when I can hate everything. Okay, like, uh, I don't like myself when I hate everything and I think that, oh my God, everything is so negative and uh, uh, the world is so cruel. Uh, but it's not for a long time. I cannot be optimistic for like uh, all the time, constantly, 24-7. Uh, that's why sometimes uh, negative traits uh, uh, go out. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, even when I was a child, I always was an optimistic uh, child. And uh, I think that um, I was a figure skater in my childhood uh, for five years. And that sport taught me that I have to uh, stand up every time I fall. And in the sport, you have to do some exercises uh, for a thousand times until you do this. And you have to be optimistic every time when you do this exercise, because every time you have to believe that you can do this. 
and uh, if you uh, think that you cannot, so you won't. But um, so you need to have this optimistic mind. I love what you're saying. I agree with it 100%. It's about believing in yourself and knowing that no matter how long it takes to do something well, it's about enjoying the journey, believing in the vision and keeping going. And do you find that this attitude is common and maybe even a requirement for all successful ISECers? Or is it that you find they have diverse beliefs that make them motivated and people who want to change the world? I think it's not only for ISECers, but for many, many people who uh, who who choose to be leaders and who want to make a difference in the world. But uh, I, I, again, I cannot say that negativity is uh, so bad because sometimes when I feel um, negativity, I have to do uh, something like to, uh, to prove or to change it. Or for example, I don't like... Uh, uh, for example, I feel angry at a situation that happened and then I will make everything possible to change it. So again, sometimes you need this um, negativity because if I were optimistic, like, okay, this situation is totally fine. We don't need to change anything. It's amazing. No, it won't work. Uh, so sometimes we need to be angry and we need to uh, feel uh, something bad. Thank you. I understand logically why feeling the negativity or something bad is so useful. It's motivating. It allows you to reflect, to know that something is wrong. As scientists say, that emotions are signals that you're going in the right direction or in the wrong direction or being overwhelmed or underwhelmed, etc. But further than this, Is it because of this logical reason or some of the girls I interviewed, they said, actually, they want to feel the full range of emotion of life. They want to cry and to smile and to be angry and to be happy and to be frustrated and to be excited, etc. Are you that kind of girl? Is that also a reason why you don't think negativity is so negative or it's purely for its... uh, character development part? Um, I think that uh, I'm that kind of girl who wants to feel the full range of uh, emotions. And I let myself to be this girl and I let myself to feel angry, frustrated, to cry. And uh, if I need to cry, I will. (laughs) And if I need to laugh, I will. So mm, I don't... uh, I always let myself to go out of the emotions. Wonderful. Then I have three questions, actually, but I'll begin with one. I'm curious about you because you love that full range of emotions. So how do you feel emotions? Is it like Mozart's synesthesia where he felt emotions and music as colors that he saw and abstract paintings in his mind that was emotions? Is it like memories or you see 
some situations when you feel the emotions? Or is it some energy in your body that could be warm or cold or uh, like excited or bubbly? Like, how do you feel emotions? Beautiful question. Thank you. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's energy in my body. N no colors, uh, just the energy and some uh, feelings. For example, when I feel very angry, I feel like a bomb exploding in my head. And uh, I feel that my eyes become dark and I cannot see anything. Uh, but it's for a few seconds. And if I feel happy, I feel like a sun is shining inside my, my breast. Uh, when I feel in love, I, uh, of course, butterflies, but not only butterflies. Uh, I feel something in my hands, like um, some heating in there or uh, <laughs> some uh, insects <laughs> running there. Uh, so yes, I feel that in my body, like my body, uh, give me, gives me this signals. Thank you. So angry, you feel like an explosion in your head and your eyes are dark for a few seconds. When you're happy, you feel in your chest, like a sunset or a sunrise or sunshine. <laughs> and when you're in love, you feel butterflies as well as like, a tingling or insects running in your arms and hands. Did I understand correctly? Totally true. And okay, I have now so many questions, but I'll begin with one because I had conversations with other emotional girls, but they say in order to feel chemistry with a person or those butterflies or whatever you might call it, they don't, they never felt it right away. While in movies, it's like, instant connection. And also sometimes I experience that too, but they say, no, we need to meet someone like four times before we know whether we become friends or we love them or chemistry or whatever. Are you that kind of person that is shy at first and requires a lot of time before opening up? Or can you feel in an instant from the very first few seconds, like, you know, of this person for thousand years? Okay, um, again, so interesting question. But, you know, I'm not shy at first when I meet a guy. Uh, if I meet a guy and I, dis and I understand that I like him, I start being sharp with him and uh, kind of very serious, very serious. I understand this, but I cannot uh, change it yet. Uh, so I do this, uh, so he won't understand that I I like him. <laughs> it's my strategy. Um, maybe it's not good, but it works <laughs> uh, for now. Yeah, and uh, no, it never happened uh, with me for with the first sight, never. Uh, but uh, I didn't uh, feel uh, these kind of emotions uh, for many times. I fell in love only like uh, two or three times, no more. Thank you. And you say your strategy is to act like you don't like the guy. I don't see the logic in that. But also some of the girls, they said 
that they can feel emotions inside, but when they're not with their best friends, maybe they're shopping or sitting in a park, etc. Many of the girls in Ukraine have a very serious face, like a poker face. And sometimes people will look at the girl and think, why is she so angry, especially if she travels to another country? But no, she can be happy. She can be full of emotions. It's just her face when she's not with her best friends is very serious. Is this your situation? Or only if you're with a guy you like, you become that stoic statue figure? Um, no, it's only with the guys. Uh, when I'm um, in, in my usual life, I'm always uh, very smiley and uh, seem very happy. And uh, I, I'm happy to meet uh, different people in the streets. And I'm that kind of person who can talk to any person in the street. So it's not about me. Uh, but if I like the guy and I feel that emotions, then I've become, <laughs> then I have this poker face. Thank you. And even this is really interesting, but I want to know something. You spoke about Isaac people being leaders, and you spoke about your interest in developing leadership in youth. What is the meaning of leadership? What is it? Is it something some people are born with it that is written on their birth card? <laughs> Or is it something that can be developed? And if so, what does it mean? How to develop it? And how do people know if they have this skill of leadership or it's weak in them? Um, I believe that every person can become a leader and start developing uh, his leadership uh, qualities. Uh, so for our, for us, leadership means, uh, uh, first of all, being world citizen and uh, care about uh, the situation in the whole world and uh, don't have any Uh, prejudices about other nations and to, to try to break the stereotypes that we have in our heads. Uh, second is being solution-oriented and not to be afraid of the challenges, like uh, go out of uh, your comfort zone and uh, um, just uh, trying to uh, take the decisions and take risks if it's needed. Uh, third is about empowering others uh, because the leader is that person who can empower and uh, motivate other people uh, and to just to, to raise other leaders. So it's about leadership and uh, leadership for us. And no, you, you cannot be born as a leader. Of course not. Uh, but by your uh, some actions and decisions, uh, by your work, you can uh, start developing it. For example, when I came to ISIC, I wasn't a leader at all. And I was a shy girl. I didn't know what to do. And uh, I didn't know myself. Because uh, one more leadership quality is self-awareness. You have to understand uh, your strengths and weaknesses and how you can use them. And I didn't know anything about myself. Uh, I didn't know about my values in life. And then um, I started to uh, making some tasks to work in a team 
to understand how we can communicate and uh, that there is an effective communication between people uh, that people give feedback on each other and uh, uh, it's not uh, assaulting it just uh, you have to understand what you can improve in yourself so this is about leadership and then I started um, taking more responsibility and uh, making more uh, for other people, not for myself. And uh, after that, like if to compare Wika now and uh, Wika uh, three years ago, there are totally different people. And uh, this is what I think is beauty uh, because only in three years you can change and you can uh, improve a lot. Yes. A lot of things can happen with the right environment and the right people around you who inspire you and the right guidance and knowledge and activities and projects. And I salute you for doing that. And even more, you mentioned your friends and people who know you are always thinking, wow, Another day, Victoria will come and tell us about something about astrology or she will check something like that. But in general, when people don't know you, what could be their expectation about their personality that when they meet you, they think, wow, you are different from what I thought. I thought you are this way, but actually you're different. Does this happen to you? And if so, what is it? Or if it doesn't happen, how would your friends describe your personality? Thank you for the question. Uh, yes, it happens uh, to me um, a lot. And uh, I had uh, that situations when, uh, okay, so I met some uh, people. They were from Isaac, but uh, we didn't know each other uh, in person. And uh, we were communicating I uh, was helping a lot uh, with some tasks, uh, uh, educating. And uh, then I decided to ask, like, what did you know? Like, what did you uh, expect uh, from me uh, when you didn't know me uh, that well? And uh, many people told me that they were thinking that I'm a bitch, you know. <laughs> Sorry for this bad world bad word but uh they were thinking that i'm very strict uh, very serious uh and um that i that i expect a lot from people like a manager uh but uh, actually i'm i'm totally different and they uh, told me uh same that actually i'm very kind and uh, i'm very supportive and uh I understand, uh, like, I'm empathetic. Uh, so if we ask my friends to describe me, I think that uh, they will say, first of all, that I'm very funny, <laughs> um, that I'm supportive, um, that I'm, I hope they will say that I'm smart. <laughs> Sometimes they tell me that. Um, yeah, moreover, uh, they will say that uh, that I'm in love with uh, animals. Not in love, but I just uh, love animals. I have uh, a lot uh, at my home. Mm, so that's it. 
Thank you. That is so interesting. And like you said, in three years you have developed, I can sense your maturity, wisdom, and excitement about life. And during the quarantine and because of the lockdowns and the pandemic, many people felt or still feel stuck, depressed, tired, no emotions and no energy. What would be your best advice for people in order to regain their good life, their hope, their optimism, their good energy, or even better, just something you feel the world should hear that will be great advice to make the world better? I think that we believe in a turbulent world and we have to be very flexible and adaptable to everything that happens. And... uh, I think that uh, people who are still stuck uh, inside uh, this uh, corona situation and uh, lockdown and other things, I would advise them um, to to be more with themselves, not like alone, but with themselves. And as I told uh, in the beginning, to look up in the sky and to listen to Uh, your emotions to your feelings and just uh, find the belief and find the um, understanding that you're the one person um, in your life who is very, very valuable. Of course, your parents, your friends, but you have to um, value yourself first. That's why uh, they can uh, show kind of yourselves their love to themselves like to make some gifts for themselves or uh, to make some exercises for their body so one of my values is love and that's why I believe that we have to love not only our uh, friends uh, parents and uh, boyfriends, girlfriends but to love ourselves yeah so I would Just I would give the advice to all the world, just to love. I like that you know your values. Yes, that is great advice. But I'm curious, what are your values? How do should people go about the process of knowing their own values? And how is your life before knowing your values compared to when you knew them? Okay, Uh, so my values are honesty, love, self-development, and uh, uh, it's uh, about family. Uh, So I believe that uh, we need to to be like um, very honest with ourselves and to uh, make people trust uh, and to trust others. We have to... Uh, so how changed my life? Um, I think that uh, when I didn't know my values, I didn't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then I started realizing it and to uh, just exploring it. I understood what is important for me. And for example, um, if I, uh, I'm about to choose my uh, next job and uh, to choose my career, I will consider my values that I need love and uh, I need to love 
the subject of my work, for example, because I'm not going to work just for money and to work because it's um, a prestige job. No, um, I need to find this love in the subject of my work. And I need to find that love in team, for example. Mm, so what I would advise uh, to people to uh, explore their values, just to understand what is important uh, for them in life and what makes them what makes them happy and uh, what they respect in other people. Yeah. Thank you. It's really important and a sign of maturity to know your values and to make decisions based on them and the importance of you knowing that love, for example, family, etc. are essential. It helps you make more of the right decisions and I salute that. And to end, Victoria, if people want to follow you and to learn more about you, what is the best social media to do that? As well as if you were to speak about Isaac to people who don't know it, can you present a bit as well as tell people how to get more information? Of course. Uh, so uh, if to find me in social media, it's better to find me in Instagram, V. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but it means that I, I have to start uh, writing some interesting posts <laughs> and uh, yeah, some interesting uh, stuff. Actually, it was my dream, but I didn't start it. Maybe this is the time to do this. And uh, if to talk about Isaac, um, first of all, uh, people, uh, if if you are interested, uh, you can uh, find uh, in uh, Google like Isaac.org or Isaac.ua, and uh, then there is a lot of information about our proje- projects, products. Um, I will. I can uh, tell uh, more detailed. Uh, so Isaac is a youth-run uh, leadership volunteering program uh, that uh, is striving to achieve peace and fulfillment of humankind's potential. And we do this uh, through a challenging environment. So when you uh, go out of your comfort zone, when you leave this comfort zone, you start uh, developing. Uh, what we do exactly for this? So we uh, organize and create uh, the opportunities such as uh, projects. Uh, it's cross-cultural projects when you go um, to another country uh, for uh, some weeks. Um, the time usually different. Uh, it depends on the project. And you work uh, in um, a foreign team. Uh, you meet uh, their culture, you get to know uh, more about their traditions and you break your stereotypes. And at the same time, we create the opportunities, the projects here in Ukraine. Uh, for example, uh, this spring, we made the uh, world's largest lesson, but it's actually it's UNICEF project. We just participated in it. And uh, we conducted, uh, in, actually in Kharkiv, we conducted uh, uh, more than 150 lessons 
and we engaged uh, more than 1,000 students that heard about uh, ecology and uh, sustainable development goals uh, by United Nations. Um, but moreover, we created uh, the projects, um, volunteering projects here in Kharkiv um, when uh, foreigners from different countries, they come to Kharkiv and they go to our uh, schools or camps and they uh, first, they teach English and second, uh, they uh, tell about their country to our students. Uh, so in this way, our students have this opportunity to learn more about other, about the world in general and uh, the problems that we have in the world and uh, other culture. And it's, um, I believe that when you are nine years old, for example, and you have a teacher in your school that tell you a lot about your, about his family about uh, his traditions, favorite food, and uh, um, re his religious. When you grow up, you um, you don't have these prejudices uh, to other foreigners because you understand that uh, they're all people and we're same, and we have same feelings, same uh, uh, same values even uh, in life. So. Of course, it gives a big impact on the world. Thank you so much, Victoria. It was really a pleasure, really an interesting conversation, enriching and so full of wisdom. And I wish you a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you too.